The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. With so many people living longer, the fear of outliving your money becomes a reality for many of us. Will I be a financial burden? Will I outlive my money? How will I be remembered? My name is Neil Himmelstein, president of Main Street Planning Group. Please contact me by visiting MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. That's MainStreetPlanningGroup.com or call 631-647-4694. I will introduce you to strategies that will guarantee you will not outlive your money, that can guarantee you will not be a burden on your loved ones. Through a collaborative approach, we will uncover solutions that offer tax-efficient strategies, lifetime income, and legacy planning. Choice, organization, direction, and education. That is the code we stand behind. Contact MainStreetPlanningGroup.com That's MainStreetPlanningGroup.com or call 631-647-4694. And listen to me every Friday at 3 p.m. as I host the Main Street Code for Financial Success right here on 103.9 LI News Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. I'm your host, Neil Himmelstein. Uh, Good afternoon and welcome to... The next Halloween weekend. You know, at Main Street Planning Group, we talk about choice, organization, direction, and education. We work with hundreds of advisors across the country in the areas of life insurance, annuities, long-term care, disability insurance, and overall financial planning. And we'd like to be the conduit to your team of professionals. And today, uh, we are very fortunate to have with us a special guest, Scott Lewis. Scott, uh, how can they reach you? Neil, thanks for having me. And um, my number is 516-428-6214. I work out of Nassau County, all over the island, and the five boroughs. Right. Scott is an expert and and a strategic partner of mine that uh, does work with us. His specialty is in the area of Medicare uh, insurance uh, and also long-term care. And he also does a lot of health insurance. And I rely on him for many sophisticated situations in those areas. And, you know, I came across a client this week that uh, this is not uncommon. You know, a lot of times we talk, we've done a lot of talking about long-term care and disability and life insurance and living benefits and all these great things. But I want to talk about a real situation that occurs uh, every day. And this happened just yesterday, I got a call from, from an agent who, whose client uh, worked for a major utility company. He's been there for 20 years as a middle manager, has worked his way up, and all of a sudden they say, okay, you're out of work. And here he is, mid-50s, and he's put away money in his 401k, but he lost his job. Now, what is he going to do about health insurance? Now, they offered him COBRA. Would you explain how, how COBRA works, Scott, real quick? COBRA is something that employees are eligible for, depending on certain situations. But they're going to be responsible, usually, for paying the premiums. Right. And it can last 18 months. Right. The so, problem with COBRA for a lot of people is now they're picking up the full cost of the premium where their employer might have been participating uh, in a large portion of it. So it's a shocker to a lot of people. It's a sticker shock. Oh, absolutely. So in his situation, he's just him and his wife, I think, on the plan, but he also has a child. He has, I think he has two or three children. I know one of them has special needs. 
And I think it's just him and his wife on the plan, but it's $2,400 just for the two of them. And now that he's out of going to be out of work, he's going, I don't think 2400s in my budget to pay for it. It's a lot of money. Okay. And one of the niches that I have found in my business is individual insurance for somebody in this particular situation. Um, I have plans for people like him where if he's unemployed or if he's losing his job, um, he needs to talk to me quickly because he needs to be employed when he goes on this insurance and the major plans and they're generally half of what you just said for an employee spouse. Right. So that's that's huge. Now, what happens if he elects not to take any insurance? Because, you know, I, it's not in his budget. No, I, I just I don't want to take insurance. What happens? Well, the other thing is, remember, there's also the exchange. Well, some people call it Obamacare. Um, New York has one. And if he's not working, he can get a subsidy. He may not like the insurance, but right. something is better than nothing. Right. What if you go without insurance for six months and then you find another job or you don't find another job? What, what then happens? Well, his risk is what happens and what his costs are during that time that he's right. uninsured. Right. God forbid something catastrophic happens to him, winds up in the hospital, those bills could be huge. His savings could be wiped out in a matter of months right. or less. Yeah, so it's a scary situation. So we don't like to see anyone drop their insurance. But they need to have options, and, and that's one of the Now, the other thing, and the reason the agent called me, he says, all his insurance, life insurance and everything, and disability, he was a good guy, but he did everything through work, but it's all gone. So now he needs to get new benefits for himself. Yeah, you find a lot of people rely on their company benefits. Right. The one thing that they forget is everybody's replaceable. Right. You and I are replaceable. Right. Okay? Everybody. is. So when you leave a company, some things are portable, but at a cost. Right. And at your attained age. Right. So if he would have locked in something on an individual basis through a plan or, or through anybody when he was much younger, you know, he'd still have that insurance even though he'd have to pay the premium. Right. It would be at the lower rate. Right. So most of his savings, um, quite candidly, were in his 401k because he thought, oh, we've got to get this retirement plan. But here's, a, here's the, another problem is that he's not eligible yet to take his distributions any 401k money he takes to live on he's going to have to pay taxes on it and a 10 percent penalty well he can't avoid that 10 percent penalty under certain circumstances like rule 72t correct um but that's not really what he wants to do because he saved this money for his actual retirement in his older age right so one of the things we recommend, you know, with some of our financial partners uh, and, and financial advisors that do investments, is to look at uh, taking that 401k and going into your own IRA where you can make the choices as, as the person as to what investments there are. Many people will leave it where they're at with their former job. The problem is it's totally under control of the former company and they may or may not have the investment choices you like or the freedom to do what you want. It is your money. You can convert it into your own IRA, which we highly recommend. And what we really highly recommend, whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50, is that you do planning, you do purchase products on the outside, like life insurance, because you know at 55, 56, 57, maybe your health isn't like it was when you were 30 or 20. 
So not only do you have, are you at a much older age, but as we age, things come about. Listen, we're all machines. So high blood pressure, cholesterol, weight, all these things come into play where we may not have had an issue earlier in life, but now may we have an issue. Maybe he can't get coverage right now. I haven't met the gentleman yet. This was just somebody that came into me and, and it was something of important. So we talk about buying disability insurance on your own because now he has it if he becomes disabled, okay, based on his former job. Um, now, if he goes to, if he doesn't work again, he, he's out of that. Life insurance, he now has to buy on the outside, which is going to be much more expensive had he done some planning earlier on. And, you know, but the key is to plan. And he's not unlike a lot of us. It, it doesn't take a situation where I become disabled or I die or, or I have a catastrophic incident or my wife does that I need these kind of decisions. But, you know, the, wrong, the worst time to make decisions is when, when, Scott? Well, first of all, insurance is for the what-ifs. Correct. So if you're in a what-if situation, it's too late to get the insurance. Right. So the worst time to, to buy or sell or to make decisions is when you have to. And that, that's, a, that's a big issue. Well, it's when you don't have to, but you should. Right. Nobody has to do anything but smart planning. You have a family. You want to protect them. Right. You want to protect yourself. Listen, the most valuable asset a young person has is their ability to earn a living. Absolutely. We say that all the time. Exactly. So you have to protect your income and you have to be ready for, you know, the, the ultimate dream used to be we work for one company and that's our livelihood. But today, the average 20 or 30 year old has seven or eight jobs by the time they're 30. Correct. And, and that's, that's a major transition in the times. And we find that even in all corporate environments, it's happened to people in my family. I mean, it happened to me earlier on in life. Uh, I've been an entrepreneur for uh, the rest of my life, but it happened to me early on. It's like all of a sudden my benefits are gone. I got two young kids. What am I doing? Oh my God, where's my income? What, you know, I'm in transition. I didn't have a severance pay. So these are things that would concern us. You're listening to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. We're going to be back in a few minutes. We're here with Scott Lewis, a financial advisor. And look forward to hearing from you in a few minutes. Welcome back to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. I'm your host, Neil Himmelstein. I can be reached at 631-647-4694, or you can visit me on my website at MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. If you have any questions about anything you hear, or you have questions about any type of financial planning, or your advisor has questions, feel free to give us a call. There's no charge whatsoever. And if you have any questions we'd like, you'd like us to discuss on air, please call us at 631 631- Six four seven four six nine four. I'm very happy to have my guest with me today, Scott Lewis, a financial advisor who works out of Nassau County, who specializes in 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 all types of insurance, but is very good at doing Medicare insurance, long-term care planning, and retirement planning. 
and I rely on him for some some issues regarding Medicare. Uh, and a matter of fact, I, I was visiting a client yesterday, and, and prior to the break, we were talking about losing your job and losing your benefits and then having to read up them and things to consider regarding health insurance. But today, I have another situation that just, you know, these, these are real situations. I mean, these are real people. Uh, one of my uh, good friends and associates, uh, he's uh, 70 years old. He owns his own company. Actually, he recently sold it, but he's 70 years old, and uh, he was using the company's health insurance. And I asked him, are, are you a Medicare? He says, oh, I'm using the company. Is that something I should be looking at? Well, it's his company, and he's paying for the insurance one way or another, and I think Medicare might be a better option. But what happens if he, he told me he signed up for Medicare A but not B? Tell me, tell me what you have to do here. Well... The misnomer between, first of all, Medicare, there's original Medicare, Part A and Part B. If you've worked 40 quarters in your life and paid taxes, you're going to get Part A, and it's going to be free. That's your hospitalization part. Right. Part B, you're going to pay something for. That's your medical services, your doctor services, and other things. It might cover chemotherapy and things like that. Um, but Part B, you're going to pay for. Okay. It can be as little in 2021 as 148.50, or up to $500. It's based on your income. <clears throat> and people don't realize that. People just don't realize that. And I get a lot of questions about that. Now, the other thing that people don't realize is, that's really important, is that Medicare and COBRA, which you mentioned earlier, do not play well together. What do I mean by that? Well, if you're on COBRA and you only have Part A, Who's going to pay Part B expenses? Your insurance company is not going to pay it anymore because it's COBRA. People don't realize that. Give you an example. Okay, this is an unfortunate situation. But somebody that I know was let go from their job the last day of the month. Now, the company, the HR person was trying to be nice. And they said, but we're going to pay your COBRA for 30 days. Well, it just so happens the person had to go for some surgery the first of the month. Well, this was a real dilemma, why? And he didn't know any about any of this yet, and he went for surgery. Well, he got hit with some big bills, why? Because his insurance company wouldn't cover Part B. He only had Part A. Hmm. And he got stuck with a lot. What, now, do, you, what do you mean, the, the regular insurance, health insurance he had through work? He was on COBRA. On COBRA. So he needed Part B. He didn't have Part B because he thought he had group insurance, but he was let go the day before. He kind of like got... So COBRA didn't cover those expenses? No, there's a large... Remember, original Medicare covers 80%. But I thought, but he was on COBRA. Why didn't they cover it? He didn't have Part B. Who's covering that 80%? The insurance company, on Co when you're on COBRA, you right. have to have Part B. Oh, Really? What if you're what if you're employed and you're not unemployed? So if so, you're employed, yes, okay, and let's say you're over, let's say he's a seventy year old, right? If you're employed and your company has more than twenty employees, right, you don't have to sign up for Part B yet. It's when your company has less than twenty employees you must sign up for Part B. Okay, so in in this situation, the gentleman I was talking to yesterday is seventy one years old. 
he's still actively working mm-hmm. um it's his company but he did sell it to a larger conglomerate so he's still on that health plan mm-hmm. he's fine but what if he wanted to go medicare a and b and then get a supplement can well, he do that now or no yeah but he has to look at the advantages he has to weigh the pros and cons and right. do, look at it from a financial picture as well because right. remember depending on what his income is two years prior he might be in that $500 category of paying Medicare, plus he's going to pay probably $70 more for Part D through Irma, and then he's going to buy his supplement and a Part D plan. Gotcha. So those are going to be his expenses as opposed to maybe the company paying for his medical right now. Okay, so what if he'd said, okay, next month, you know what? Yeah, I don't want to work so hard, I'm going to retire. What does he do? He signs up, make sure he's got Part A and Part B. But he's got Part A right now. Then he signs up for Part B. Oh, he can. He okay. can sign up for Part B because he's going to have what we call a special enrollment period. That oh, okay. special enrollment period is him retiring and losing that health plan. Okay. There's a lot of rules. and I, We don't have enough time to go into all the specific no, I rules understand. of how Medicare works. And all their, like right now we're in the AEP, which stands for annual enrollment period. Right. So people can change plans now and sign up for plans now for January 1st. They can look at their Part D plans, review Part D for 2022, which I highly recommend everybody does if they have a Part D plan. Make sure you review it before December 7th. Now, part what is Part D? That's that's the... Uh, what it's is drugs. That? It's that's drugs. Your, that's your drug... That's your drug plan. Okay? Gotcha. And they, 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 they differentiate from year to year. The formularies change. Tiers change. Gotcha. So it's important that people look at it and make sure that they've got the right one. And, and the medications might change throughout the year as well. Correct. You know, it's very important that, you know, we say this all the time, that you're not a do-it-yourselfer and you go online or you buy from 1-800. You want to buy from somebody local who knows your com- who knows your medications, who knows your doctors, who knows the hospitals, who knows the area, who can help you through problems before they happen so that they don't happen. Somebody like Scott Lewis. How can they get a hold of you, Scott? 516-428-6214. See, this is why it's important to work with a professional. And I, I say this on every level of your planning, whether it's life insurance, whether it's your investments, whether it's health insurance, the biggest thing that you wanna do is start your own financial team. I, I say this every week, a financial team is important. If you don't have your financial team in place, let us help you put it together. If your financial advisor doesn't know something, as they just do investments and maybe call us Have your financial advisor call Main Street Planning Group, and we will help him guide him to the right insurance programs because guess what? Insurance is part of your assets. It is an asset class unto itself, not only from a protection standpoint, but from a tax standpoint. Insurance has certain protections when we talk about life insurance, even long-term care insurance where there's certain tax deductions. I don't emphasize that enough. But having the right insurance planning can save your family millions of dollars and protect you. Listen, Neil, um, one of the things that is really misunderstood in retirement planning, and I don't just mean by individuals, but sometimes by planning professionals, is the actual cost of health care when somebody does want to step away from the workforce. 
And a lot of people don't retire prior to 65 because they're afraid they won't have health benefits. Right. One of the things that I do have besides this Medicare expertise is these health plans that can help bridge that space for them, but they need to talk to me before they're unemployed. Correct. That's great. Great but, advice. But I do have some plans for those that are unemployed that can still afford the better plans. You know, that's that's huge. And the exposure is huge. Just like we say with long-term care, the exposure is humongous. And we're here to protect you and to help you. And our goal is to make you healthy, wealthy, and wise. You're listening to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. Have a beautiful Halloween. Don't get too crazy out there. Thanks again. Neil Himmelstein, Main Street Code for Financial Success. Have a great day and a wonderful weekend. Thanks for having me on, Neil. I appreciate it. You got it, Scott. and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.